tip today in association with Slattery's of Pecan, your main Peugeot dealer for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie Good morning. Welcome along to Tip Today, 1800-938-007. It's uh, Friday the 13th of uh, October, and I hope we find you very well indeed. Uh, coming up on the show this morning, uh, Johnny Luby's weekly ramblings. We have the latest on the Tina Satchel case. Why young people are now using social media to buy cocaine. Thousands of health workers in the community and voluntary sectors set to strike next week. RTE has uh, been told it's not a two-way street with the Public Accounts uh, Committee. I'm just speaking to uh, Deputy Alan Kelly about that a little later on. Of course, our Friday panel will unpack the big topics of the week, uh, including... Uh, what's been happening in Israel and Gaza, driver behaviour and raising the age of the guard of recruitment to 50 as well. So all of that and much, much more on the way. Uh, you can text on WhatsApp 83 There's a good reason to do so as well because we have a €100 Euro voucher to give away for Mr. Mr. Menswear because they kicked off their clearance sale at Kilcorn Lodge Hotel in care yesterday and that runs right through until Sunday and all sorts of bargains there on uh, blazers and jackets and coats and jeans, knitwear, polos, t-shirts, all of that kind of thing. So we have that 100 euro voucher to give away. It's based on your interaction with us by text and WhatsApp. And if you put Mr. Mr. at the end of your contribution, we will pop you in the draw. Of course, you can email as well. That's tip today at tipfm.com. Let's have a look at what's making headlines today. The Irish Daily Mail and their banner headline, six months to save RTE. And they're telling us that RTE can only survive for a few more months without a bailout from the government. And that's according to the Director General, Kevin Backhurst, and uh, the Irish Independent. A body found behind wall under stairs in missing Tina's home. Now, we'll have an update on this um, later on as well. But uh, Gardaí investigating the uh, murder of Tina Satchwell have uh, found skeletal remains in a walled-up area underneath the stairway during uh, excavations there. The Irish uh, examiner, again, leading with that story that I mentioned there, skeletal remains found in the search for missing Tina. Also on the examiner today, the UN's uh, World Food Programme has called the situation in the Gaza Strip dire and warned that crucial supplies are running dangerously low after Israel imposed a total uh, blockade there. And also that story uh, that the age limit uh, to become a Garda is to increase from 35 to 50 under changes to be revealed by the Justice Minister and uh, the Irish Times. And it's dominated by a photograph um, from that funeral in Israel yesterday of 22-year-old Kim Dante. And uh, you can see from the photographs the family just uh, des- uh, devastated and more than 1,000 people came to the cemetery in central Israel uh, to pay their last respects to uh, Kim, uh, the Israeli-Irish woman, of course, who was killed 
in the Hamas uh, terror attack on a Saturday morning. So that's a quick look at what's making headlines in your papers today. Do you want to make comments on any of that? If you do, again, 083-311-3311. He's back in the fourpenny road from Portugal. Johnny Luby is with me. Good morning to you, Johnny. Good morning, friend. And with the weather we're getting, I'm half thinking, I'm half thinking of belting out till again. It is unreal, isn't it? Oh, I feel, listen. Yeah. Friend, first things first, where are you playing at the weekend? Um, <laughs> See, is there any bit of joy at all in this country at the moment? There's, there's not much joy at all. I'm all over the place. I'm down in Cork and nowhere local, I'm afraid, Johnny. So, yeah. You know, I'm still recovering. But do you know what? Out in Anacarty, we're all like like wasps out there because we looked out this morning, torrential rain everywhere, and we went to have a shower and our water was off. <laughs> I'm delighted. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Thank you for your support there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus, friend, listening to the... You know, I went to uh, Treble last night in Sir Rollins. Mm. Uh, around 6 o'clock to pick up. There was a few euro left in there for the final day of the South Tip Hospice. And there's a couple of lads there, they just said, turn off the news. You couldn't be... Friend, it's hard to watch the news now. Yeah, it's difficult. Uh, you know what? Mm turmoil all over the place. I mean, you see what's happening out in Israel. It is unbelievable that the world can sit back and watch. Yeah. Uh, and that I don't even know what the answer is. But then you you come across then the murders in Ireland. Mm. And mother of God, above tonight, uh, it is unbelievable. People would say to me, oh, you give too long talking about sport. Mm. But, you know, without sport, friend, we would certainly be in turmoil ourselves. I mean, it's something point, to look... Yeah. You know, yeah, it's something yeah. to look forward to and it takes things off of your mind and that. And you hate seeing pictures of small children and oh, they standing up against the wall crying and everything else. You know, yeah, Mary, yeah. Was the president just even she was the former president, she was hardly able to talk. There was yeah. a, a lump in her throat when she was talking about what was going on in Israel. You know, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, it's just, but, just, just dreadful. Uh, one, one of the pictures that really hit me was a, li- a little girl she was being pulled out uh, from under, her body was being pulled out from underneath uh, the, the rubble. And that father speaking um, yesterday that he was glad that his eight-year-old was dead because the consequences of her being alive and how she'd be treated uh, when she was abducted. Yeah, I mean, it's just heartbreaking, uh, you know, isn't it? Unbelievable, friend, but anyway. Anyway, talk talk to us about sport, Johnny, and cheer us up a little bit. Do you want to look back at last weekend, first of all, with the... the yeah, friend, we're, is it in Portugal you're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> when did you get back, by the way? Uh, I got back on uh, Tuesday night around ten o'clock. I pulled over the. I pulled over the. Uh, well, the first thing I'd done before I went to bed was I put on a long sleeve vest and a long johns. <laughs> and mother of God, a friend pulled up the blind on Wednesday morning, and the rain was teeming down. Unbelievable! I just said to Carson, I said, "Mother of God, is there, look up that Google thing." I said, "Is there a flight back to Portugal again?" I said, "I just can't stand the oh, pressure of all of this." Yeah. You know, you couldn't even cut the bloody lawns or whatever you have to do, or do any kind of small uh, jobs here and there. It's impossible with the with the weather we're getting. But I think it's supposed to be good for three or four days, you know. And yeah, on the sporting front, friend, I suppose. Uh, where would one start? Would we start here in Tipperary? Like, I mean, it's county final weekend in a, in lots of grades. And fair play to the county board to say that they have the county final going on and tell us that I think it's around half three or four o'clock on Sunday that's been broadcast on Tip FM. And mm. you've told us Southfield's taken on Kildang and certainly a mouth-watering clash. And the two of them would have been in the top five or six to get to a county final at the uh, in the middle of October at the start of the year. Myself, I fancy 
Kelly uh, told us Southfields. I don't know why, because uh, Kildangan is certainly a team that's coming good. Uh, I suppose Southfields, uh, they both have household names on the Tipperary holding circuit, so it's going to be an intriguing encounter. There will not be very much between them, and Kildangan, I think, they played their fourth or fifth final in about six years, and that's tremendous going. You know, they played already in the league, but Ronan Maher wasn't uh, available that day, and he's a huge stumbling block for Kildangan uh, in the half-back line. He commands a huge presence, and he's playing better now than ever, and they have many more top-class players as well, so uh, prior to that, of course, when we have the intermediate uh, county final between ourselves, Gold and Kildvigel, and our neighbours just only one or two parishes dividing us, that's Borla and Duala. We've played each other on many occasions. Borla and Duala are certainly the favourites with the bookmakers, not with myself, but and with many other people out there. I asked a couple of people yesterday evening that wouldn't have any association with the two parishes, but would be very much involved in holding in Tipperary. Mm. And they Three of them actually said that they fancy Borla, and you know that they've been there or thereabouts. Golden, I suppose, have been uh, an amazing club and an amazing team this year. I mean, we were in a kind of a relegation battle until we beat Bellingarry in the Torden final game over in New Inn. And we only beat them by a pint or two, but Kappa White had won the same day and by seven or eight pints. And I think from what I gather that might have got us through but our lads then have uh, improved a ton then with the uh, Drummond Inch game and with the uh, Kilsheelan game and we possibly can't read too much into the Kilsheelan game because one of their top class players got the red card maybe but Golden in my book were possibly on top at that stage uh, one never knows but mm. uh, well, look we're in a county final now and it's just great uh, excitement around the place and uh, in the shops and pubs post office and butcher stall Is that in Semple Stadium Johnny? That's in Semple Stadium and that's the match before the senior game so if you want to go along and see a good uh, game of hurling uh, you will certainly see it. A lot of the players would know each other well because they were on the Hearty Cup panel of the casual community team that uh, uh, won the Hearty Cup for the first time ever and uh, you have maybe had six or seven from Borlehan on the panel or extended panel and like Likewise, from Gordon Kilpeak, who possibly had nine or ten. Mm. I think Tullus Semple Stadium will suit the Gordon Kilpeak by his this done in my own opinion. And uh, whilst Gordon had the outsiders, uh, I fancy Gordon Kilpeak, not heart, but my head says Gordon Kilpeak, so I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. There'll be great celebrations in either parish, and the best of luck to both teams uh, and all the teams taking part. Uh, that is on Sunday, but on Saturday then, friend, we have the uh, the second tier group in Tipperary when we have Laura Dora taking on the might of Tullus Southfield's second team. Mm. Laura Dora won last weekend against Cashel King Cormacks and Cashel King Cormacks for the second time this year in my book certainly didn't perform to their true ability. Uh, the match had been postponed due to the untimely death of uh, Timmy Maloney yes. and uh, that so uh, Cashel went up but just didn't perform. They don't the same thing in the West Final in Golden in my book against Clonolty in the senior hurling final. They didn't perform on the evening for whatever reason. They have household names, they have fine players, but mm. uh, after a quarter of an hour, Laura were leading three goals and six pints to a pint, so it was going to be very hard to come back from that. I fancy Laura in that second, uh, in on Saturday, in that encounter. And then, of course, tomorrow, please God, I'm thinking of clearing up to a, a great old parish of mine, uh, uh, Kilcommon, to see uh, Clonolty Rossmore Junior is taken on Belton Hinch. Belton Hinch have come down from intermediate to Junior A, so they would be the, maybe the favourites, but Clonolty Rossmore are 
they've a good batch of players there. Uh, they're well experienced. A lot of them have played senior hurling, and I think Clonorty Ross Moore. Myself, they are the outsiders, but I think they will uh, emerge victorious. So I'm kind of going for two favourites and two outsiders in those four games. And then, friend, of course, whilst we have them four finals and they're fighting for silverware, at the other end of the of the the day we have other games, we have uh, J.K. Brackens taking on Upper Church. They played each other, uh, interestingly, last Sunday in the county semi-final of the senior football. And here they are this weekend playing in a relegation battle, one to stay up in senior hurling and the other to come down into the premier intermediate. Uh, it's going to be a huge game for both clubs. You have the Brackens uh, and Upper Church. I suppose only a couple of years ago, Upper Church were in county finals and uh, playing brilliantly. And this year, for one reason, or another maybe they were in a tough enough group yeah. but uh, it's, it's going to be a great game and that goes on in uh, in the uh, rag in the rag yeah. that's right mm-hmm. that goes on good man friend there you are no, uh, that goes on in the rag there'll be a huge crowd there because Tipperary people are mad for the game of hurling you know and that and uh, then I suppose last weekend uh, Frank just to finish the GA scene in the football uh, Clamel Commercials beat uh, Mile Rovers by four points Mile then I'm always saying that derby games take a law unto themselves and whilst on paper commercials would have been fancy to win 9 or 10 points to buy some mile rovers who look to be in trouble early on in this campaign as regards relegation. They got themselves, got their act together and they're only beaten by four points and uh, uh, they're in the final now so that's going to be a, a, a great one next weekend as well and then of course you have relegation battles going on in the football but as regards the mm-hmm. holding they've, they've, they've certainly got it right that the, all the finals are on this weekend uh, and that needs brilliant for uh, uh, holding in Tipperary I suppose yeah friend then of course where the Camogie as well you have uh, the old the two old stages uh uh, taking each other on again in a couple of, in a week or a couple of weeks' time, you have Clonorty Ross Moore taking on uh, the Drummond Inch in the county Camogie final. So there'll there'll be uh, a great interest in that as well because uh, Camogie has certainly improved a, a ton in Tipperary when you have the likes of the Tullasarsies and the Borussellies and the Borges Duharas and then the Cathy Rogues and the Cashels uh, all out there and uh, the, every one of them even go to the likes of New Inn and go and they all taken up the mantle with uh, uh, starting off the Camogie. So I've no doubt Camogie is going to be hugely strong in Tipperary in the next couple of years. Uh, now, Frank, on to that big game tomorrow night, mm. uh, Ireland and the All Blacks. We have some great encounters. I mean, I would not be surprised. For, uh, I see on paper this morning Ireland are the slight favourites uh, against the All Blacks. Uh, France are the favourites against uh, the South Africans. You have England playing Fiji and you have Wales playing, I don't know who they're playing, but like, you'd actually, I don't, I don't know, but this is going to be a huge game tomorrow night. Our forwards will possibly hold their own against the All Blacks. Whilst we have tremendous backs with Bundyaki and Johnny Sexton and all of those players, the All Blacks have a tremendous back line as well with them Barretts and all of that. Uh, it's going to be a great match and I've no doubt, friend, the pubs and the clubs oh, out there yeah. that are showing it. Hey, the places will be mobbed. And look, it's marvellous for the pubs. We'll say they went through tough times there mm. to get in a people and that in every pub around the county. I'd be looking, I don't know where I will get it, but I'd be looking for a quiet pub, <laughs> uh, maybe with four or five lads. Good, look, good luck with that tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of the ministers that pop out out that and will say that we'll, we'll text in and say, listen, come to our place because we'll only have four or five and after you drive maybe 20 miles you'll discover friend that there was 140 in there but look everybody will be watching they'll be glued into it you know it's a fantastic occasion and that and if Ireland were to win they'll probably be playing somebody from the other side maybe England or Wales in the semi-final and then if they get to the final, then they're going to be playing France or South Africa again in the final. But uh, it's something that really uh, uh, gathers and the imagination. Is it, is it a possibility now for us to win this, Johnny? I mean, you know how much I know about rugby, but I mean, yeah, the excitement is, is, is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, Mr. Fowler's in charge, and with Mike Cat and John Fogarty from Cashel has a huge influence in the forwards as well. Mm. Uh, and that, and look, they seem to be running a, a tremendous uh, ship out. Uh, they seem to have been gearing themselves for this for the last couple of years. I didn't think that they could last the pace of uh, keeping them. Uh, in tip-top class shape. Some of them are in such form, uh, the likes of Bundy Aki. I mean, he has been outstanding so far this year. Johnny Sexton is, at 38 years of age, controls yeah. lots of things for Ireland. An amazing player. Gibson Park is a fantastic scrum half. And then we have Conor Murray with the huge experience to come on. Peter Mahoney is in the form of his life with Ty Burton in the second row and that and right James Ryan is certainly going to be a loss off the panel but nevertheless uh, they say and of course uh, Mrs O'Shea in Golden I met her this morning at Liam Sullivan she's from the Green in Golden and uh, I said to her you're watching the match tomorrow night she said I'd certainly have to watch my nephew uh, Tyke Furlong ah, wow. uh, uh, playing yes. for Ireland so it, it's wonderful you know that for the likes of her now to be able to uh, watch it and uh, that and look he, he, to me watching him on television he's a wonderful player to watch he seems to play with a devil make care attitude mm. and that and when the scrum is set and reset and the referee talks to him they just walk away they seem to have a huge respect for the referees and that or else the referees have gathered a huge respect for uh, mm. for the players as well. You know, they, uh, it's probably an easier enough game. Whilst the rules can be complicated, it's possibly an easier game to referee. We'll just say than the game of hurling, where a referee stands in the middle of the field and he doesn't really know whether the cornerback has turned the ball back to the goalie to drive yes, it out yeah. the field or vice versa, because the ball travels naturally with so much uh, with so well, much. The, the difference in the speed of the game as well, Johnny. I suppose you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's absolutely huge. You know, but uh, yeah, look, hey, France would be uh, eight o'clock tomorrow evening. Uh, everybody and anybody uh, will be tuned in, you know. There's not a musician in the country that doesn't deeply resent the success of Ireland rugby. (laughs) 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 Because it's been affecting gigs all over the place. Johnny, Johnny, can I mention Cyril Crow? Because I believe he was your postman and he retired this week and they're having a bit of a bash in Sir Rowland's in Thomastown and uh, that's in from Teresa and uh, David and they're looking forward to it. So you know know Cyril, yeah. yeah. Cyril has been a postman for over 40 years, a long, long time. I suppose he was lucky enough he came in at the time of the motorcales. I remember the postman calling here on, on bicycles, and especially around Christmas time when you'd give him a shot of whiskey and then the whole bloody lot. And my father's lot him, used to have to put uh, the postman's bike up on the back of the cab and turn him around to all the houses, you know. But, uh, uh, and that, but Cell has been a wonderful friend not alone a postman, but a real friend to many, many people in uh, on the area that he uh, delivers yeah. the post. You know, I've seen him in cases there where people have died, and he's so 
uh, good with the uh, family and all of that. You know, he, he's certainly uh, a man before his time and a, a wonderful neighbour and all of that. And I wish him a, a very good and long retirement. We'll still see him tonight in Thrones that goes on there. And of course, you're talking about music and all of that. Uh, Darden Burns, as I mentioned last weekend, he's 40 at birthdays this weekend. He's starting tomorrow evening in two. He's with a bit of music and they're moving on to the bridge house then uh, and they have more music down there. Uh, look, for a young fella, when I call him young at 40, but uh, if there's any, he doesn't want uh, anything just to come and support. Brilliant. And look, there will be a box there for the South Tip Hospice. And fair play to the young fellow for doing that. Mm. You know, if they only raise 10 or 20 euro or 30 or whatever the case may be, it's something that the South Tip Hospice hadn't before 5 o'clock tomorrow evening. So if you're going and if you want to join an old euro or 5 euro, it would be appreciated. So the best of luck to uh, Darden Burns as well. And of course, Fran, on Thursday next, uh, we have back on the national hunt scene in uh, Tullus, mm. uh, one of my favourite tracks. I just love Tullus. I don't know the people going in there, the real Tipperary Kilkenny folk down to Earth and from other counties around. And many even get the train down from Dublin uh, to the railway station and get a lift out or walk out. It's only maybe 10 minutes or a quarter an hour uh, and that's a grand brisk walk. And it is a wonderful place to go. Everything is top class there in uh, Tullus. That starts on Tuesday next. And of course, friend, uh, on Saturday, Sunday, this weekend, Tipperary Raceway. I will definitely try and get down, but I don't know as well as what time I'll be able to get down. They have a double event Saturday starting at 4 o'clock and on Sunday starting at 1 o'clock. The National Hot Rods, uh, I think there's two litre hot rods. You have stock rods, lightning rods and ninja cats, cats whatever they are. <laughs> Irish Open Championship, Tipperary Masters, and you have four world champions racing over the weekend. So, if you want to go down to the raceway in Rose Green to have a look at all of this, you'll be more than welcome. Uh, the budget, Fran, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, what are you going to do I with all the extra money, Johnny? Look, Fran, I don't know, but I, whilst I was talking about the I see the cigarettes in my absence went up by 75 cent almost a euro. What, are, what are they now then? Over 16 euro, are they? They're 16, 75, Fran. Wow, wow. You know, but look, Fran, Mm. I honestly believe it's gone to the stage when they should shove them up, let I smoke away, mm. when they should shove them up the 50 euro packet, get it off of them all together. And if they're going to keep doing this, this is, I think, and I will get on to Matty and Jackie Cale and Alan Kelly, uh, uh, Michael Lowry and... Uh, Jackie Cale. Jackie Kale yeah. and uh, the, the five of the, uh, Martin Brown, yeah, Martin, I will yeah. get on to them, that what's coming from the smokers should be ring-fenced because he's, he's up in the three billion mark. It should be ring-fenced and give the two and a half billion to the children's hospital. There's no point in, 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 in the spending the money elsewhere. Spend it on the health system then and put up the you children's see, it hospital. Go, it goes into the it. general coffers, you see. Uh, look, so general coffers. Listen to this. <laughs> Here's my coffer. Am I a general coffer? Friend, don't be talking to me about that. Nobody seems to know where it goes or how much. But I will be asking when they come canvassing to know where is the tax on the cigarettes going mm. or what's happening with it. I mean, to show up the carbon tax on the night of the budget was an absolute disgrace. And now any TDs, whether they're in government or out of government, can agree with shoving that up at night. That was only to appease or 
keep the Greens uh, on it was, side. It was part of the programme for government with the Greens, yeah. So it's no, it should be no surprise like, to anybody. Yeah. yeah, but to shove it up and, and no wonder, like, they'll tell you then some of them will that are in power, oh, we didn't put up the deals which we said we would. But they put up the carbon tax on it and everybody pays it again, you know. And, mm. and I keep saying, look, the, the people in the transport uh, games, the lorries and all those people out there, they should be getting cheaper fuel because, like, when they deliver at the price that that it is now going up, they just pass it on. And what else can they do? Like the the, the lorries and that they're on different kind of diesel, like the, the tractors and tra- any kind of transport out of that's doing deliveries. They, they should be getting it cheaper, friend, because the cost of living has gone to the bloody roof. But look, the budget at the end of the day, you had a wonderful girl on the other day. I could listen to her forever. She talks since that uh, Frances O'Hanlon. Frances O'Hanlon, yeah, yeah. What a lady, friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's terrific. She yeah, knows. She's terrific. Yeah. She, of course, she's from down around from Drangen, Clunian. Is she? I didn't that, know that. Well, yeah, that's yeah. well, she's in that area. Do you know what I'm going to tell you? What? She convinced me of one thing. There's no, there's no fools down there. <laughs> she's, she's a top class girl uh, to explain things. That's yeah, all we want done is to explain things. And she's brilliant at it, you know. And she said, look, there's something smart in it for everybody. But at the end of the day, a budget is a budget when the mm-hmm. government will not be losing anything. Yeah. What they're giving out in one thing, they'll give, they'll take back in the other, and that's it. Yeah, well, 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 anyway, they, they were being scolded that they were giving out too much, and that in fact it could hot up inflation even even more. But uh, you know. but your friend, isn't that it? So that's what they are doing. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, they're, they're putting up everything, and then they have to put up the old age pension and all of that to uh, to make sure that we don't starve. <laughs> but like, do they have to put up things? No, I'm, I'm just thinking know, of you starving out, out on the Fourpenny Road in between your trips to Portugal. Yeah, Johnny, we feel really sorry for you indeed. Um, somebody saying, uh, what about football tonight? We're playing Greece, it says here. Are we? I didn't know that. Are That's we? right, Jeff, yeah. and we're playing Greece. And amazingly, as bad as we're going, Greece must be going fair bad as well because uh, uh, we're the favourites to beat Greece tonight. Right. And I, I genuinely was just thinking there of uh, Mr. Kenny that's in charge of yes. the, the thing that it wouldn't happen in rugby uh, or any sport out there if they were having such a bad run. The first person to go is the, the, the manager. The manager yeah, now, yeah. I'm not saying that he should go, but because between injuries and everything else, uh, I just think like nobody else wants that bloody job, you see. That's, yeah, that's, that's probably what it is. You know, yeah. but uh, look, I was reading, a, I think I was telling you that, reading a book there on Jack Charlton mm. when he said that he'd get an audience with the Pope. Imagine, Jack, if Ireland won, and lo and behold, they won. And the Pope just said, uh, who's your goalie? Packy Bonner stood up. He said, the best of luck to you, man. He says, I played junior football for Polinski in the south of Poland or someplace. And uh, so that was grand. And next thing was Packy left in a, a real soft goal. And Jack Charlton turned around. He said, "The bloody Pope." He said, "It'd have saved us." <laughs> <laughs> and that's in the book. Oh, that's very but, good. That's uh, very yeah, good. look, he was. I just said it last night. or just evening for Rollins when they were putting on the sport, and I was said, "Jesus, what Jack Charlton, so man, you know." I mean, the plane comes into Dublin after they've been beaten. Ah, sure there's hundreds of thousands of people. Sure, no, he, he lifted you know, the, the whole country. I have to. Go, I have to go, Johnny. But what are you making uh, of uh, the notion now that uh, the age limit to join the Gardaí is? Uh, 50 is going to be 50 uh, to recruit more people. What do you think? He didn't go up to 70. <laughs> Why would, would, you, would you I, apply? You would. I, I'd join Eddie Nugent in Gordon. He could do one side of the village and I'd do the other. Eddie would love to have you on board, I'd say. He'd love it. 
All right, Johnny. Look he up. said before his biggest job is to find out where I am. <laughs> look anyway, after yourself, friend. Johnny. Thanks hey, very look, much. And don't forget to shout for gold on the Sunday. We need you. I, 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 no problem at all. And uh, dire warnings coming in from fans of Thurlis Sarsfields as well, uh, advising people, get up the buntings, get up the flags and all well, that. Well, friend, we have them all spinning gold around Thomas McDonough there on the bridge. And very good, very good. In case people think it's Limerick, it's golden kill fetal, friend. <laughs> good luck, Bye, Johnny. Man. Good luck, good, good luck, luck, good luck. Bye-bye. Johnny from a very wet fourpenny road this morning. Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.